Let me tell you of the days of high adventure. Kevin. And I'm John. And this is Six Degrees of Schwarzenegger, the podcast where we take a long, hard look back at some of our favorite action movies from the era of to the chopper, Arnold. Schwarzenegger is the icon of the genre, and we're taking a deep dive into some of these 80s and 90s cult action movies, and we're breaking them all the way down. John. Kevin. Hey, buddy. Hey, my friend. How you feeling? Man. I think you're feeling good. I'm a little tipsy. I'm a little... Nice. I mean, it's Friday, Friday, (laughs) gonna get down on Friday, fun, fun, whatever, whatever. Anyway. Two for the weekend. Yeah, I'm ready for the weekend. Some type of ship is exactly right. So here we are. We're back, baby. We're back. Oh, we're all the way back. We are here to talk more about this tremendous con air. An achievement in picture making. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the highlight of everyone who is involved in its career. Right. Yeah, probably. I think everyone looks back on it it's with a, high a lot point. of fondness. It was yeah. a high point for cinema. Yeah, definitely. They're like, <laughs> yeah, we. how much further can we go, really? When you 15 think about minute it. standing ovation at Cannes. <laughs> <laughs> because it was over. Because <laughs> yeah. everyone's like, oh, thank God, it's done. <sighs> oh, my God. Yeah, we're talking about Con Air. This is chapter four in our breakdown. Thank you for hanging in there with us. Uh, and by that, we mean you're welcome because it's been awesome so far. Dude, this movie, it, 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 gives. it, it entertains. It gives and gives and gives, and you don't even know what's going on. This is the type of movie that I think everyone involved just knew it was insane. Yeah. It is crazy. And people are just going to have a blast watching it. But at this point, haven't they been doing this same kind of thing? It's like, we just know people are going to enjoy it, even though it's bonkers. Yeah. Like any, any number of probably Schwarzenegger or Stallone movies, but I think like about Tango and Cash and other movies where it's just like, it doesn't matter that it makes no sense. And none of that matters. Because everyone's just going to have fun. Like, just buckle up and go for the ride. Shut up and enjoy the Die Hard. <laughs> Shout um, out, Andrew. Shout out also yes. to our friend Adam, yes. who, who texted and wanted us to do more inane babbling before <laughs> we actually talk about the movie. <laughs> so, oh, my God. That, all that being said, yeah. shout out to the Last of the Action Heroes podcast yeah. network. Uh, shout out to all our faithful listeners, Daniel Day-Lewis. Yes. Uh, Dame Judy Dench. <laughs> sure you're listening. Oh. Uh, who else? Thank you as always, Jim. Our, our regular Judy. listeners. Yeah. Nikki Cage. Gotta yeah, we, be tuned yeah, in. He, yeah. I love him. The Google Nick machine let, a, him, let him know. He's a, he is a treasure. He's a he national is. treasure. He is. One day, many, many. He played I the hope, titular I national hope, treasure. I hope years, <laughs> years, years from now when we're watching his In Memoriam at the Oscars that like, we're gonna be like, fuck! Thank God for Nick Cage. There will be a Conair clip on there. Probably that one where he like has his just hair blowing in the wind and does that wink. Yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll have to be that one, or hopefully it'll be something where like raising Arizona. Oh no, no, there will be more. He'll deserve quite a bit. He's oh, yeah. like a Best Actor winner. Yeah, man, Nick Cage. 
What a career. What a talent. Like, seriously. He went I, from I small it. little bit parts, you know, uh, fucking Fast Times to Ridge Mount High. And He's others, an nepotism, to baby. Weird, to weird art house. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the um, Wild at Heart? Yeah. Raising Arizona. Raising Arizona was amazing. If you guys, yeah. if you haven't watched Raising Arizona in a while, go back and it's it maybe is my favorite Nick Cage. And then he moved on to like... Um, are, yeah, and fucking uh, leaving Las Vegas, obviously. Yeah. yeah, like best, you know. I don't think he won best picture, but he won best actor, right? And then he went into his blockbuster phase. I'm going to become an action hero. Yeah, like that's the thing. It's just like he, he just he, followed, he was doing stuff like eight millimeter it. snake eyes. He was like almost in the he was almost in the movies. Superman movie with Tim Burton. Yeah, like he was meant to be Superman that, for a minute. Yeah, and then I guess my understanding is he made like some sort of bad investment or like. Gave power of attorney to the wrong person and someone yeah. like really fucked with his money. He owned a fucking T-Rex. At he, some owned point. A, he bought a T-Rex skull for like an ungodly amount of money. And same. Then, <laughs> same, brother. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he had to do like all he owned types a castle, of... Or maybe he still owns the castle? Yeah, he had weird or, spending or habits. Yeah, well, I mean... But gosh, he still's got the talent... That was the time to buy. And he's a fucking, <laughs> and he is a, that man's like an artist, you know, he, he like is. he is he really is a, a quirk. I love that he's always trying to do something yeah. different. Well, probably as, for the artist, you lose interest if you don't feel like you're yeah. progressing. Yeah. In some if you're way. not growing in some way. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. And Nick Cage is definitely growing. I still haven't seen Pig. I'm going to go home and watch Dude, it. Dude, that, is that on Hulu or something now? It, it is available Somewhere you can on watch some it? streaming service. You will so. love that. Oh, I want to see it, and he I want to see Mandy, and I want to see... You, those, you didn't see Mandy? I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't picked up a Nick Cage movie in a while. So it's he does a weird mixture now of, like, really great movies and, you know, the ones that feel like they're cash grab type right. movies. Yeah, totally. But, man, when he, like, he can still dial it up yeah. and deliver, like... Oscar caliber performances. Like he is still that guy. Yeah. I'm excited to see uh that pig thing. Um I guess <laughs> we should talk about this this movie. Good I'll, luck. Get, I'll get us like summon this I'm gonna, up. Well, in the last episode, all that really happened was is that the convicts had control of the plane. We discovered that they're on their way to Mexico. Yeah. And but they gotta make a pit stop. Well, the, the whole plan is that, yeah, they're going to land, they, they, they're they, going to get onto a different plane. Right. They're going to get on a different plane and that this all has been masterminded by a Colombian drug cartel and that once they lifted off, um, Nick Cage used a Dave Chappelle corpsogram to let the <laughs> feds know that they're headed to, he, he found out in the cockpit when he demanded to know some information, uh, that they're headed to Lerner Airfield. We also discovered that the transponder of the plane is hidden on a sightseeing plane and that the feds were originally chasing that plane, but then they found out, oh, fuck, we're chasing the wrong shit. We need to go back to Lerner Airfield after John Cusack's character discovered the corpsogram and, yes. s- and it was leading him to. So, yeah, so that <laughs> that's it. That's, that's the long and short of it at this point. Oh, and that Nick Cage killed... Uh, a meddling uh, convict who was trying to, for reasons unknown, like get the dirt on him by rooting through his prison effects. So many people seem vaguely suspicious of Nick Cage. I think he just doesn't have like felon vibes. Right. Exactly. That's what we, yeah, that's what we decided. Yeah. Close enough. 
<laughs> it works for me. All roads lead to Lerner Airfield. We should also say that John Cusack decided that he needed to be in touch in person with Nick Cage's family, <laughs> who he flew out from Alabama in 25 to 45 minutes. Put him on the Concord. Put him and, on, and put said, him on an F-18. And said, well, we'll see what we can do. Any reason why he wouldn't have gotten off the plane? And that's also, also uh, Cusack thinks that Cameron Poe, Nick Cage's character, is probably a guy on board we can trust. And, yes. that, and that's it. That's where we're at. He's got a hunch. Yeah. He's got, I got a gut a, feeling. I got a, I got a feeling about this guy. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. So the plane has just landed at this place, Lerner Airfield. Uh, prisoners are all getting off the plane. They're celebrating. Malkovich is a little less than amused, he seems. Yeah. He wants to know, like, where's the next plane that's going to take us to Mexico? Right. Sandino tells him, have patience. Sandino, five minutes ago on screen time, was telling him, if we're late, this is unacceptable. Right. Yeah. Now he's like, don't worry about okay. it. Just wait. Like, You're sending be- me mixed messages, babe. Malkovich says, the last guy who told me to have patience, I burned him down and bagged his ashes. And this is this is what? one of the, like, one of the most glaring instances, but it happens many times in this movie. Where I wonder if they were like, we've got Malkovich for this role. Let's give him the shittiest stuff to say <laughs> just test. to see if he can sell it. This is a test. And, this is a simulation. And, and I will say that he delivers it as good as anyone can. Oh, absolutely. But the man was given absolute shit lines. That's a terrible line. I, I burned him down and bagged his ashes. The bagging of the ashes seems inconvenient to the killer. Like, why bother Malkovich? To yeah, carry them as a trophy, I guess. But I burned. You wouldn't say I burned, burned him, him down. down. I burned this man down. He's not a house. He's <laughs> he's not a forest. No. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> bad riders. Bad squirt bottle. So so now this guy who in the previous episode had been like almost run head on in his Cessna into the jailbird. He comes running over and he's pissed off because he is like his plane is just rolling out into the desert somewhere. But he gets close enough. He sees that the prisoners are like jacking up these hostage guards they've got. He's like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. He runs off into the desert. Malkovich says, I hope he likes sand. That's yeah, it's fine. Know. That dude would not last long out there, though. I gotta say, like in in the middle of July, you'd be dead in like an hour, probably. Given his the dashboard of his plane, it seemed like he'd had lots of snacks. No, Maybe he's fully he's well dehydrated. Hydrated. He's been eating all these salted peanuts <laughs> and fucking Cheetos. Yeah, I guess so. But also, how fast? I mean, we don't know how long it actually takes to run or fly, so, or to fly or drive somewhere. That's so true. maybe it takes ten minutes to We've, run from Fresno to Portland, Maine. We've discovered. We if you're flying, it takes longer than if you're driving. Right. So by that logic, if you're if you're running, it, it it's even shorter than right. if you're driving. So he probably knew that he wouldn't end up in Texas <laughs> in a matter of moments. Well, they filmed this stuff in Wendover, Utah, okay. which I've been to. It's like right on the edge of the Bonneville Salt Flat. Oh, cool! That's awesome. Yeah, so I it's wonder, amazing I was like, that scenery. Like Bonneville, and, I'm and that like, is all. Okay. I think that's where they filmed a, filmed a lot of the movie, right? And they just passed there it off a lot for different of the, things. A lot of the the shots of the plane flying low that I was like, that looks like Bonneville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, and the airstrip where they filmed is famously the place where the Enola Gay was stationed before it flew out that's to the awesome. South Pacific to drop the the A bomb on Hiroshima. Um, 
I think they. I think the plane might be back there now. At the very least, there's like an, a museum there. I I discovered once upon a time at an, an event for my great grandmother. I talked with a guy who was stationed in in South Pacific at the time, and he's like, the morning that the Enola Gay took off, it was like, Tinian. Yeah, they flew out of Tinian. He, he was I like, think. I I was uh, like at the base and watched it take off. That's fucking like, nuts. That's crazy. Now, back in Con Airland. Yeah. Malkovich tells Trejo to go check out the control tower for reasons unknown. Um, <laughs> and he pulls Sandino off to the side. Oh, wait, he called Trejo like, hey, muchacho, <laughs> go check it out. You understand Spanish, don't he, you? He doesn't give him any instructions other than just to sort of go have a look-see. Yeah, this the is tower. the thing. So in the last episode, like John Cusack <laughs> has arrived at the scene. He's and, there. And found, and found that the, the tower... Uh, uh, there's a dead body, like, and we don't know what's happening. So, I don't know. Maybe this pays off into that. But at this point, it's like we don't know why they're dead people. We haven't we haven't been told. We don't know anything. Gonna, there's anyone. There's no one. We haven't been told. There's someone waiting for us. I thought for this Sandino. was supposed to have been an an abandoned place. Yeah, that's you, what it seemed like to me as well. The, if that's the case, they should have just landed in, on one of these salt flats in the middle of nowhere. There wouldn't be people around for miles, right. you know. But instead, they picked. Learner airstrip, right. whatever. Now, Trejo, though, he's into it. He figured, like, maybe there's someone to rape in the control I tower. Hope. Or One something. can only hope. He takes off. Cusack, we see he's gathering himself because he had almost been killed when the plane sort of crash landed. Right. He peeks out from the shed where he's hiding. He sees the jailbird there. It's kind of crash yeah, landed. Like buried in the sand. On board the jailbird, Cage is trying to get Michael T up and moving and get him off the plane, but the guard bishop, who's there, she says that, um, you know, moving him is going to cause him to go into shock. Don't do it. Michael T agrees, tells Cage that you should just leave me. And it's like, he's been saying leave me for a while. The, the, the window of opportunity to leave him is done, I think. It's closed. Now you're stuck well, in the middle not, of nowhere. It's not done for me, but it's done. <laughs> yeah. So Cage insists I'm not going anywhere without the two of you. Michael T says it's time to fight, fuck, or hit the fence. Yeah, he said you should hit the fence, and Bishop's like, "Yeah, you should definitely hit the fence." What is that expression? Have you it ever heard it that? It must be a military thing. I um, I tried to Google it because I'm like, "Is that I? I've never heard that before." And I found like one lone YouTube video where it insinuated that might actually be like prison slang. Okay, where it's like if someone's trying to get like, you to go along with escape. something you don't want to do, you got to either fuck, like go along with it. Or go against it, or just fucking try to run away and get shot. Probably, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, but Cage says I'm I'm gonna go find a syringe so you can get your insulin. No, no, no. Shot. I'm gonna find a. The, I'm gonna go with the fourth option, which is find a syringe. Fight, fuck, fuck, fight, fight, hit the, hit the fence, fence, or find, or find a find syringe. A syringe. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that one. So Cage strips out of his denim prisoner shirt <laughs> to reveal that he's fucking shredded. Yeah, his arms look great. If you're like me, by this point in the movie, you had forgotten that he's yoked up in this yep. movie. Yeah. Um, so Cage debarks he, the plane. He uses well. He first he uses that prison shirt to daub the sweat <laughs> yeah. off Michael T's face and tells he's him he's sweating he's like, profusely. He's like, he's like, Don't die on me. You're in a tin can in the desert, and he's like, "Let me drape my shirt over you because you're probably cold." What? As he's getting off the plane, Ving Rhames is out there. He seems like he's ready to execute the hostage he's guards swinging, that they have. He's singing swing low, sweet chariot, ready to like shoot the guards in the head. 
We don't really know what his bag is, except that he's like supposedly a, a quote unquote, like a black militant. Right. So he hates like the white devil right. type shit. So Cage asks him but what there he's... are black guards on that plane. Yeah. Anyway. There's also some weird shit that we'll get to in just a minute. But Cage asks him, what are you doing? Raim says it's time to kill the guards. Cage says, I can't let you do that. We might still need them as hostages. Good point. Cage argues, you know, we don't really know if we can trust this Sendino dude. He mentions now, Sendino firebombed a senator's yacht, killing two of his own cousins. Uh, he wouldn't hesitate to kill some hired guns once they were no longer needed. Cage is very well informed. He's up and up on, on criminal masterminds. On, he reads all the latest crime columns in the newspapers, apparently. Malkovich like looms over them from the top of the jailbird. He asks what they're arguing about. You're right. Raim says, you know, we disagree about what to do with the guards. Basically, Malkovich says, well, we can guess what uh, your position is being Raims. And my own proclivities are uh, well-known and often lamented facts of penal lore. Good. That's good writing. That I feel like Malkovich wrote that. That's that is written. Yeah, that is. Only fits in the mouth of Malkovich. Yeah, those he lines. wrote that. Often lamented facts of penal lore. Penal lore is amazing. <laughs> uh, now, he asks, I'm wondering, though, why you have an opinion about it at all. Yeah, you Nick being Cage. Nick Cage. Nick Cage, Cyrus, this is your barbecue, man, and it tastes good. And it tastes good. Well, I'm just saying to Mr. Dog over here. Oh, Mr. Dog. <laughs> this was my barbecue. I don't wait for that old jumbo jet in the sky before I start killing our only leverage. That's a good point. It is, but fucking hell. Is that an expression? This is your barbecue? And sure. It, is your that barbecue. Southern, that's Southern. That's folksy Southern I talk. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. He's, but yeah. It's your barbecue and it tastes good. No one's ever said that. Like Cage is Not going one toe to toe with Malkovich in terms of just sheer fucking weirdness. <laughs> but his argument he said his argument is a good one it's sound yeah so rames has heard enough he puts a gun to the guard's head he's like fuck you white guys the shit i'm done (laughs) with this this shit fuck all this talking uh malkovich tells him to stop malkovich says cage is right we've got to switch it over to plan b was there a plan b dig the plane out and refuel it uh, yeah, apparently that was plan Just B. Just in case shit went to pot, I guess. No. That was plan B. That's K- a good plan. The slow push in on Cage's face, he gives that winking uh, gif face to Ving Rhames that is all over the internet. If right. you search like... Winking Cage. Nick Cage wink, yep. that's what you're going to see. Yep. Um, again, as as we pointed out, Cage just goes out of his way to like torment people. Yeah. That's his thing. Yeah. He he's got, a, he's got a death wish. Big time. <laughs> we see Buscemi wandering off into the desert. <laughs> the fuck? Bad where, fucking where are idea. you going? Yeah. You would die fast. You're the most dangerous <laughs> one. Sally can't dance. She's delighted to have found some women's clothing and an old suitcase in the office. Right. It would have never occurred to me in a million years that finding a random woman clothing like lying around would be a realistic or possibility. That the first suitcase that you grab is going to be the one that has women's clothing. Gotta in. have a dress. Got to. I understand that. I've I've you know read like books and comic books and stuff where it's like the characters they they couldn't feel like themselves until they were in whatever the like even uh um like sort of a talisman or, or a representation of whatever mm-hmm. it was that was going to make them feel 
normal, even if it wasn't like their their yeah. shit. It was something that made them feel like themselves. So that made sense to me. She was like, "Oh," or they were like, "Oh my god, now I can relax again. finally." Yeah. Like I, I've been like suffocating in this fucking prison jumpsuit. It's weird though to me the thought that you might find that's that the, lying the around. fucking weirdest thing was like the let first, me go looking for a dress the, yes in the, the middle first, of a junkyard i don't know I, it might be this yeah i don't know i don't know but, <laughs> but uh, i've never been in a situation sally but found success sally the first paid her on the first, first try. suitcase you open up we love, it. We, love dress. it we love it um now we see buscemi he's wandered into this nearby trailer park Spotted a little girl like having a tea party with a fucked up creepy baby doll. In a fucking drained swimming pool. Yeah. It's like, that's a bleak place. And Where are they? It's gotta be it's 130 very, degrees sitting it's in the bottom of that pool. very sinister. Him looking, like the shot of him looking through her, looking at her through that chain link fence. He got this completely blank look on his face. Yeah, you know? he's just like, like, he was good at that. Yeah. Now back on the airstrip, uh, the prisoners, they, they've working hard to dig the plane out. With the dozens of shovels that they found lying around. Thank goodness. Where the <laughs> fuck did those shovels come from? Old mining equipment left. I, <laughs> yes. That dude, that would be dangerous fucking work if you didn't have a lot of water. Yeah. Be drinking. In that You're heat like digging? that? Well, I, I, it's a hundred. I, we'll I looked earlier, like that area is a, the average high on a summer day in the middle of July is 110 degrees or something like that. Ugh. Fucking nuts, dude. And none of them have been drinking water. No, we haven't none seen of any them. of that. No water. So Malcolm uh, Malkovich orders this random Aryan dude. That dude's name is Viking. He looked like a Viking. Viking. Tells him to go fetch a tractor. Go fetch a tractor. <laughs> Surely there's You'll a running find tractor. One that You'll works. find one that runs. Yeah. Cage volunteers to go and find a fuel truck. Malkovich praises his usefulness. That's You're so a good. most useful mammal. That's so fucking like that. weird shit to say, though, man. I love it, though. Um, so Cage says, many hands make light work. My daddy taught me that. You know what my daddy taught me? What's that? Nothing. Oh, self-educated man. Mm. Fucking weirdly, like, almost flirty. Yeah. Way he's trying to, like, endear himself to Malcolm. That's the thing is that, that um, the crazy ones love to be flattered. I, I think it's a phenomenon that is true in the South, to be sure. But adults calling their dad daddy is fucking weird, dude. Yeah. But it, it is it, a thing it, down it's here. No, it's common in the South. It is. Nobody talk about my daddy. Yeah. That's a, I, I picture that voice uh, coming from fucking, um, oh, what's that dude's name? Walton Goggins. Yeah, yeah, in, yeah, yeah. Uh, in uh, Hateful Eight. Don't ever talk about my daddy. <laughs> it is a thing. It's totally a thing. Like, they need to I've remake. heard Southern dudes call their dads daddy, and it's like, that is just it sounds weird to say though I, and women I, who call their dad daddy is like it's hot but it's also weird you know i i completely understand why but it is just a cultural thing oh it totally is but it's it needs to go away i feel like but also i want i want a remake of this movie with walton goggins in it oh hell yeah he'd crush is it, it fucking anyone any anybody any role <laughs> maybe the steve buscemi role he'd be but good also, at doing but i anything. think he'd be good at the malkovich role he could crush anything. Yeah. He's he's one of our true talents. Yeah. Elsewhere in the world, <laughs> uh, Cole Meany and Skip, yeah, the, the DEA boss, I guess. Or no, no the, the the U.S. US Marshal boss. They're zooming along in their helicopters. Pilot says we can't seem to raise Cusack on the radio. Meany says that's because he's off saving the rainforest or cycling his sandals or some shit. 
what an oddly piece of shit thing to say. Well, considering well, especially that you've just been proved dead ass wrong and he right. was right. Is what well, is recycling sandals? Was that a thing I, ever? I think that he's just he's being facetious for facetious sake. We also say Cusack hasn't done one single thing in this whole movie. What you don't to, want to kill someone? You must be liberal. Well, it's like that's what it is. So. He hasn't done one thing in the whole movie to give us the impression that he's like an environmentalist. No. He hasn't said one thing. But I think that he's that, wearing that's what, sandals. That's what it's supposed to be. Is like if you're anti-death, if you, then you must wanna, be liberal. If you don't want to kill indiscriminately, fucking tree hugger. Yeah, exactly. Save that's the exactly whales, what it is. motherfucker. Fuck that shit. Fuck the whales. <laughs> Meanwhile, whale fucker. We see that Cusack. He's still sizing the situation up from his hiding place because he's right. got no fucking plan. He's hours. here. Yeah. He's just like, he's like I don't uh, know what I'm gonna do though. Uh, I see a few guys. I've got a gun. I know there are people on the way. Hopefully, I don't know. So he, Cusack, sees uh, Cage trotting off on his own towards a nearby hangar. Sandino looks a little bit concerned with the way that Cage is going. Yeah. Cage enters this hangar. He finds an old, like, military medic's tent for some reason. <laughs> he looks inside. All he finds this is, so <laughs> is a first aid kit filled with fresh onions and chicken feet. What? <laughs> well, why are the onions... Why are the onions not rotten? No. Everything I, is pristine. Uh, that's what I'm saying. So given the fact that Cusack found a dead body and that Nick Cage finds fresh onions and chicken feet. Was that someone's or, lunch? That was someone's lunch or several people's lunch. That's, that's a <laughs> that's fine meal. The, Dog makes a fine <laughs> meal. <laughs> that's the single weirdest detail in the whole movie is the box full of onions and chicken feet. That's just... Both are delicious. But <laughs> Nick Cage suddenly gets <laughs> jumped from behind. Right. So elsewhere, Trejo, he sees dust rising on the distance. Yeah, he's up he's, in the control tower. Yeah, he's gone up to the tower. He sees that uh, dust is rising, sees vehicles approaching from his position, yells to the others, we've got trouble. It's on the way. Trouble's on the way. Although he decides he's got to run and climb up onto the roof of the control tower to yell down to them. I, I, went, I was like. You're not going to be able to see any better with those binoculars yeah. from six feet higher. <laughs> also, his shirt came off because you can't cast Treo without showing that iconic chest tattoo. You're right. Um, but Rames and Malkovich, they run to get a better look. Rames estimates the caravan's going to be here in 10 or 12 minutes. <laughs> what the fuck? That's... How far away are they supposed to be? <laughs> you, If you could see the dust cloud... They're only a couple miles away they're at gonna, most. It's going to it's gonna be much faster. Yeah. Except I was, for the trench we dug or we, the bomb we We're up we on a slight up. incline, so they're 50 miles away or some shit. But no. Yeah, they're going to be here in 10, 12 minutes. 10, 12 minutes. Perfect. Good. Maximum. That's Perfect. just enough. To- <laughs> <laughs> okay. Elsewhere, Buscemi, he's found that little girl having the tea party in the empty swimming pool. She asks him right. if he wants to play. She's definitely missed all the stranger danger lessons. Yeah, she's like, uh, she doesn't get many visitors in the desert. Odd looking kid too, wasn't she? Yeah. She looked like something out of fucking Big Love or some like fundamentalists. Like she had the little pigtails and like this weird floral print dress yeah, with the big yeah, poofy sleeves, yeah. lace collar. I think she was supposed to be giving off like pure Innocence? olden time vibes. She was yeah. supposed to like give off like 60s, Not 50s child vibes. bride vibes. <laughs> no. <I hope. laughs> well, maybe. Maybe. Cage had been jumped. 
Right. Cage awakens from his slumber, finds himself surrounded by several Colombians. He must have only been out for like a hot second. Yeah, 30 seconds max. Right. There's dudes all around him, Colombians. There's a small jet plane. The leader points a gun at Cage. Cage seems to have instantly figured out what the scheme is. Right. Because he's like, you can take Sandino and leave. Like, just, uh, but if you shoot me, the jig's up and all the other prisoners are going to hear it. Right. Comprende essay. He speaks Spanish. He says, yeah, that is the one and only instance of him speaking Spanish, the payoff. Right. Comprende essay, which comes off borderline racist, to be honest. But um, the guy produces a silencer and screws on the I pistol. I love that detail. Like, oh, well, hooray for the sounds of fucking silence, <laughs> which is fucking funny. Do we think that that was probably a line that was like, Cage, Cage came up with yeah, that. I feel 100%. like a, I feel like a lot like a lot of Cage's little lines were like, I want to give a line here. Any of the fucking like, yeah, fine. We, any of the weird lines I promise well, Cage came up with. Las Vegas or yeah, whatever. Any of that shit. Yeah. Sweet bird of freedom. Yeah. Cage came up with all yeah, that shit. Totally. Guaranteed. Hi, Garland. I hope that was Cage. <laughs> that was actually good. <laughs> so then at that moment, Cusack pops out, tells the Colombians to freeze. Cage starts fucking kicking ass. Wastes no time. Yeah, he snatched the silenced pistol away from the one dude, shoots another guy in the knee, starts beating the shit out of everybody. He hit that one dude with like the spinning back kick. Yeah. Slow motion, I feel like, because his, his, his martial arts skills weren't all that. It was convincing enough. It would have been more, though, in keeping with his character if he had just inadvertently killed everyone. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> oh, you're oh. all dead. And they just like licked his hands. <laughs> oh, no. They're all, all dead. dead. I monster. Get... Imagine he's just like, Shoving everyone's noses up into their brains. That's that's. What? A, You're I want I want the parody of this of this to be made where it's like and he, like he gets triggered he just goes <laughs> and breaks everyone. They're all dead. It oh, happened no. again. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> ah, I uh, want it so bad. That's amazing. So now Cage and Cusack they find themselves in this Mexican standoff. Fucking Tarantino Columbian is injured though. Colombian standoff. Colombian standoff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Cusack says, I'm U.S. Marshal. You sent me the message via Chappelle's corpse. Cage wants to know, where is everybody? Cusack says, they'll be here in a minute. They'll be here in 10 to 15, 10 <laughs> to 12 minutes. They'll be here in 10 to 12 minutes. <laughs> Cusack says, I'm going to lower my pistol. Will you do the same? Sorry, boss. There's only two men I trust. One of them's me. The other's not you. That's rough, man. Is that supposed yeah. to be like folksy Southern? Yes, talk? it's supposed to be like, oh, okay. oh, that's so funny. Yeah. So Cage says, you know, I got to get back to the plane. Again, Cusack has no plan. He's bringing nothing to the table. He's just like, well, what are you, what are you going to do? <laughs> like, anyway, he's just here to watch. But Cusack points out, you're a free man. Why are you doing this? Cage right. says, I won't trade a friend's life for my own. Cusack says, I knew you were a good guy. You're just always at the wrong place at the wrong time. Then Cage goes to leave. Cusack stops him in his tracks, says, he's, I spoke with your wife and kid. Oh, by the way, I flew them 45 <laughs> minutes, about a thousand, about 2,000 2, miles. 2,000 miles an hour. <laughs> I flew what them. the fuck? Yeah, oddly, Cage asks him, in person? Which is not a question you no, would think. No, you ask. would never. You saw him, and I haven't was seen him. Was it in person? I haven't. It, it's like, would it make him jealous? Would it make him want to kill him? Because it you've makes, seen him in person. It I'll makes kill no you. sense that they would have spoken in person rather than the telephone. What the fuck? No. But Cage says, you know, if this thing goes bad and he doesn't, and I don't make it, they'll never understand. 
So Cage asks him, if something happens to me, will you tell Trisha and Casey that I love them, but I could not leave a fallen man behind? Now, at this point, Cage's accent's just gone full yeah. fucking Forrest Gump. Yeah, it is big time Forrest like, Gump. Jenny, I'm not yeah. a smart man. I could not leave a fallen oh, man. man behind. Now, Cusack oddly asks, well, what are you going to do for me? Yeah, what are you going to do for me, big boy? What do you think I'm going to do? I'm going to save the fucking day. Fucking. Okay. Although, Cage's physique is fucking out I of control, it. man. It just, he was yoked up. Just, Apparently, he had like a weight bench, I think, just off screen. He was like getting pumped before each like I, scene or yeah, whatever. Makes sense to me. But we do see there's one Colombian left hiding on board the jet. Yes. Rut row. Um, <laughs> Malkovich, he's ordered all the prisoners to start pulling the jailbird back onto the runway. I love Ving Rhames like fucking whipping the he's, other prisoners. He's fucking whipping guys. Like an, like an he's Egyptian whipping slave. black men. Yeah, I know. It's like it was ugh. fucking crazy. You're the black militant. You're like fucking. But also, whipping would, dudes. It, would it be possible for like what twenty guys and a tractor to pull? What I, is what is the direct predecessor of the C one thirty? The C one twenty three. Yeah. To like pull that plane. We've all seen the world's strongest man competition. I guess they can. They're pulling one a plane guy? with their teeth. I guess so. I guess it makes sense <laughs> no, that 20 guys in a tractor. The tractor, I think, had to be doing the bulk 20, of the work. 20 guys in a, but I mean, like, that manpower could do it. I guess so, but yeah. it'd be tough because they're trying to pull it out of, like, it's been dug no in. No one's drinking know? water. It's in the desert. <laughs> also, they just found hundreds of feet of, like, this huge, heavy, like, shipping rope. Right. Like, the type of shit that you'd tie the Titanic it to was the right fucking... next. It was right next to the shovels. <laughs> yes. Now, elsewhere, Meanie and Skip, they're on these choppers. Uh, they're being told by the pilot, you know, we're about 10 minutes away. So you said 10 minutes, 10 minutes ago, which is a fucking like it's symbolic of this movie's logic. I, I kind of love that, though. It's like <laughs> it's, it's kind of them paying service to the fact that it's like we of know that this, this is, is ludicrous. Fucking insane yeah. shit happening. Cut to Buscemi's playing with the little girl. They're playing with little baby dolls. She asks him, are you sick? And he says, why do you ask? She says, you look sick. And he's like, well, I am sick. This is a touching scene. She's like, do you take medicine? And he says, there is no medicine for what I have. Yeah, there's this moment where they're Fuck. playing where, where she's like trying to interact with him. And what precipitates this whole exchange is that like he's looking at her and he's holding the doll. And he, he like doesn't know how to respond because, because killers like this, they're not human beings. They don't empathize. They can't yeah, like yeah. pretend. And so he doesn't respond. And then she's like, are you, are you sick? sick? And, then, and then, yeah, the exchange that you just sick. mentioned, it's like. It's it is sad you and and you kind of I don't know you want to maybe it's just because it's Buscemi and you yeah, empathize yeah, yeah. you empathize a little bit but also it's like that's why so many people fucking get killed by serial killers because they empathize with these fuckers it's crazy and he's like look he knows that he there's something broken yeah. about him yeah. I guess right yeah Buscemi though is so fucking good man yeah he's, he's found his exact lane in his career and he's like owned it. Like yes, like uh, Boardwalk Empire, that show. Yeah, fucks. he's good. Agree with everything, man. Yep. She asks him, then she quickly changes gears. And she's like, "We do you want to sing a song with me?" Oh, and I girl. think that, that's what Buscemi needed is just someone to like show him some humanity, like treat him yeah. like a fucking person. Right. Um, but yeah, then they start singing. He's got the whole world in his hands, song together. And man, I, I would just say it's like this whole scene, though, still is terrifying. And you know, like just because of the angles and because of the like the way that they've got the camera angles down on the little girl, where it's supposed to, you're supposed to be looking at her from the standpoint of the killer. Yeah, yeah. And like you, it just feels like some terrible shit's gonna go down. <laughs> and Buscemi's like they 
accentuated the hell out of his fucked up teeth. Yeah. In these scenes, which I'm yeah. like, oh, but that's like part of his his trademark yeah. is yeah. he's just a he, he's just kind he of looks funny. like a normal human being. To quote Fargo, he's just funny looking. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, a totally. funny looking totally. guy. Now, with the caravan of what looks like, I guess, a mixture of military, like National Guard vehicles and right. police, yeah. is approaching quickly, or not so quickly, I suppose. It's a mirage. Sendino sneaks off to go link up with his ride home. Cusack's on his cell phone, somehow talking to someone who's on a radio right? about what's going on. Sendino runs to the hangar, yelling, vamos! Right. <laughs> Where he finds several of his own men out of commission. Yeah, Cusack hears that. The one remaining Colombian dude who's there fires up the jet. Cusack goes to sneak into the hangar to try to prevent the escape, but he finds himself like right behind one of the jet engines. Gets fucking thrown backwards through the air. It's, is it that kind of jet? I don't know that it would shoot. It, like a that fucking thing F-16 shot, or something? That thing something? shot flames That's out like of that. That's like a yoga yeah. flame. It's, like, it's, not, <laughs> it's not a like a fighter no jet but the same shit happened to nick cage and face off and that put right. him into a coma right <laughs> jesus uh, so cage is drawn away from his search for the syringe by the sound of these jet engines God revving damn it cusack collects himself goes off uh, looking for another way to stop the jet from taking off he's like pretty much like none the worse for wear except the big black sooty stain yeah, like, on his yeah, shirt exactly um i feel like a blast of engine exhaust to the face might at least like burn singe, your eyebrows yeah, off or some your face shit. hair off, yeah. Now, about this time, Malkovich notices that Sandino is missing. And as if on cue, as if written by a writer, what? The, the jet comes bursting out of the hangar. Uh, Malkovich yells, that's my fucking plane. Love it. And all the prisoners go running after the jet. On foot. That's yeah. going to help. Cusack also running faster than the fucking jet is moving. He's jumping over things, running, jumping, flipping over things like a gymnast. He runs to this crane, pulls a couple of levers and drops the, like the arm of the crane down on top of the jet because every motherfucker in movies knows how to work a crane. Yep. Just pull the levers, man. Yeah. And the shit happens. Yep. The, the jet goes crashing like into the fuel depot, right? Almost hits cage. Who's hanging around inside. Yep. Cage very carefully examines a set of deer antlers. Well, because I feel like he, he, he almost he, land on them I think or something. He was supposed to have almost landed on them, but then he's just like looking at them like. If it is another weird cage touch, like yeah. he's probably like, he's give like, my character it, some wouldn't shit. Wouldn't it be to awesome? Do. Wouldn't it be awesome if I almost landed on these and then picked them up and was looking at them like, what an annoyance? And this made me think of just how bland the movie would have been if it hadn't been Cage. Yeah, like if it had been some generic action dude. Like no one would have cared, but also think about now. I'm thinking about that time. Like who would have been like, yeah, let me be in it. Let me be in this movie. Uh, who else and would have been the guy? Have, but they wouldn't have been Bruce Willis. Maybe? You could have cast like a Keanu Reeves or something to play the part. He probably wasn't old enough. This movie would have been way more boring. Like boring, boring without without Nick Cage. Christian like, Slater. No, he was probably he wasn't doing shit in the in the late nineties. Really, uh-huh. no, he wasn't getting leading roles. Brad Pitt. No. I mean, he probably could have actually done well with it. He's never... He would have been amazing never, in it, but he wouldn't... He's never gone, like, full action, has he? Mm-mm. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Anyway. So, yeah. Malkovich and the other prisoners, they've wandered over. Notably Swamp Thing with a cigarette, like, dangling out of the corner of his mouth. Right. There's a super quick shot of Cusack, like, seeming like he's hiding from Ving Rhames, mm-hmm. who's looking around, which made me wonder, has he been seen at this point? I don't... Like, he was just running across... Like if they were all looking at the jet, 
I feel I like they would have seen Cusack. But yeah, I feel like they had to chop some shit because they needed him not to have been seen. Right. Um, now, with the fuel spraying everywhere from these like broken gas pumps, Sandino comes crawling out of the, the tail section of the jet. Right. Is this a fucking working service station? Yeah, well, I feel here? like the, I've, yeah, I feel like what we saw was, and they they call it later. We've seen the boneyard, and we've seen the 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 proper working airstrip airfield, which and, is and the the this fuel depot is part of the proper working. Although facility. I feel like airplanes wouldn't take the type of fuel they're pumping out of these That's, things. Yeah, it, so it was, the fuel they wouldn't be charging you a Buck 03 for unleaded. That you need jet, jet fuel. fuel. Yeah, yeah. Or, or even aviation fuel is not. $1.03, please. It's not 87 octane or whatever. <laughs> now, Sandino is trying to beg Malkovich for help. Please. Saying we were just we were swinging around to pick you up, buddy. Come on. Malkovich isn't buying that. That's takes, not how planes work. Takes the cigarette out of the Swamp Thing's mouth. And uh, we got... Sandino is like saying, Sigh, Sigh. And Sigh is like, Sigh, Yanara. Yeah. Throws that cigarette. That's lame. It is. I can't tell. But no, I couldn't tell if it was amazing or terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. Okay. It tr- it's trying too hard. Sandino wasn't Sandino wasn't in the movie long enough for us to even like develop a a sense of camaraderie between him and Cyrus. Yeah. Like, you're you're right. You're so right. No one's called him Sigh to this point either. Sigh, sigh. Yeah, he's Sayonara. talking like they know each other. Yeah. I, I presume prison? they've never met before today. Maybe they've had a correspondence. No one knows. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, he yep. tossed that cigarette towards the pool of fuel, uh, kills Sandino in this gigantic explosion. It is a solid kill. Yeah. Cage is sprinting away from this like wall of flames. He's slow-mo sprinting. Very slow. There's a lot of slow-mo running and diving yes. in this portion of the movie. Go, dives through the tiny window of the back door, which is weird. Very acrobatic. Finds himself rolled up underneath a truck where there's an old man hiding. Hey. Fucking what? Who the fuck are you? There's entirely too many people on this airstrip. <laughs> I thought they were meeting somewhere where there would literally be no one around. They, they should have picked somewhere where there was no one around. Well, maybe Not Malkovich like, knew that Sandino's crew was going to show up and kill everyone there. We're going to go to this airstrip where there are people around. There are going to be two There's or a three. trailer park also nearby. There'll be yeah, exactly. They're going to they're going to be 15 to 200 people that you're going to have to kill. <laughs> so, Ma- now Malkovich and the other prisoners they slowly walk away from the huge explosion like in that classic action right. movie fashion. There's this strange cut to Buscemi who seems to have like heard the explosion. Right. It, it seems. Like, breaks him out of a reverie with the little girl. And the little girl's laughing <laughs> innocently and in, uh, like sort of creepy slow motion yep. like vibes. We see the caravan of police and soldiers is almost there. Still all- <laughs> just a few more seconds. I feel like they've been almost there for like half an hour now. Yep. The old man is begging Cage though not to kill him. Mm-hmm. Cage says, I just need a syringe. And he says, oh, no, drugs will end you, son. That's funny. <laughs> you like that? The That's old man. funny. The old man recommends he goes and checks the old fire truck. They might have a first aid kit. Thank God. Cage tells the old man to stay put and don't panic. And the old man's like, easier for you to say, you don't got to take a piss. The old mm. man was like at a weird touch. Who was he? Was he like, do you think he was running the service station or yeah, something? Think, and he went to just, hide when all the he's shit. someone, yeah, in like. Or the, maybe the diner. I think, no, I think he's probably like Boneyard. He's like, if your plane's busted, we'll help you get it fixed. That kind of guy. I picture him as, yeah, just the dude. He's who's, a mechanic. He's doing everything. Yeah. He's like, if you need a burger, I'll cook you a burger. Yeah, if you I'll need to take I a gas, I will heat up I'll... your apple pie. <laughs> I will change your plane transmission. Uh, 
So Malkovich breaks into the arsenal the, that's in the belly of the plane Finally. from a fucking weird hatch on the outside of the plane that's locked with a padlock. Why? That's not the belly of the plane. That's right on the outside of the plane. You access that shit through the inside of the plane. It oh was, but God. it was weird. He takes a notice that Billy Bedlam's like dead body is what? lying in there. The prisoners open these cases full of shotguns and M16 rifles okay. and start distributing them. They flung those cases around like they were weightless until they opened them up. These are all very strong guys. Doesn't it seem, though, like an excessive amount of guns to be packing? It was a small arsenal, I was told. <laughs> but for like the four or five guards that are on the plane. Why are there that many guns on the plane? We have we have two dozen guns. And also, they're, only, they're only accessible from the Outside? I don't understand. <laughs> I know. How much use is that? What good is, are these guns that are locked away in the we cargo We have a lockdown. We're going to need one cop to volunteer to go on the outside of the plane somehow and <laughs> shimmy around to the I bottom. I mean, I assume you could also access it from the inside. Yeah, from the cargo but hold. But you need them where the guards can get them quick in an emergency, right? It doesn't matter. The yes. guard, The convoy of good guys not quite there yet. Just a few more seconds. This shit is taking an eternity. I feel like they're driving laps around the airship or something. Um, Malkovich uses his wealth of time <laughs> to construct a little model of the boneyard. What the fuck is that? <laughs> you couldn't just say, you go over there, like, just turn around and look at it. Just point. You're right there. <laughs> no. <laughs> Everyone we wait. need a fucking scale Give me model. two minutes to put this model together. He tells all the other uh, prisoners how they're going to ambush and kill the That's authorities. The thing is I feel like they should have made a bigger deal about Cyrus being a control freak. It's like, no, yeah. no, 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 no. I, I need to build a model, a scale model. <laughs> Everyone wait. Just give me two minutes. Oh, my God. There was a nice gag with the whole, like, this is the hangar. This is the airplane. What's that? And the, the guy Viking or whatever is like, what's that? That's a rock. I That was definitely in the trailer yeah. for the movie. I, I recall genius. that. So, yeah, he says they're going to create an airtight cage, an airtight Nick cage filled with lots and lots of dead people. It's a kind of a bad. great. It's, I uh, like it, though, because I, I feel like Malkovich can pull off those yeah, weird he pulls lines. pulls it off, but it's like, man, you shouldn't have to because that's just terrible writing. <laughs> no one should be asking you. They're abusing you, Malkovich. Yeah. They're abusing their privilege with you. Exactly. That's exactly what it feels like. We got it's Malkovich. Like, it's like we can make him say anything. You don't know how to drive the Ferrari, sir. They are grinding <laughs> the gears on the Ferrari. They have a Ferrari and they're just going <laughs> <laughs> So Malkovich tells Rames, go and get everyone in position. Forget about the fact that he didn't really say what the positions of everyone was going to be. They spoke about that earlier. Yeah, I guess so. And then Get everyone else. Bring me those propane tanks. <laughs> you were, remember the tanks we talked about earlier. Were, all of a sudden, there are dozens of full propane tanks lying around. I feel like that could have been another business being run out of the airstrip, maybe by the dude under the truck. He's like, "I'll do." You want the propane tanks? I got propane tanks. Well, maybe it's weird. You want shovels, that, shovel may, rental. Maybe I'm your guy. <laughs> rope, rope, need rope. <laughs> Uh, How many thousands of feet of rope do you need? <laughs> I got it all back here. You got a ship to tie up out here in Arizona? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, this dude, I feel like he runs, he runs the diner. He runs the gas station. He runs the fucking... Lots of hats. The chicken guy. feet and onions depot. Mm. <laughs> That's good eating. Mm. <laughs> now, for no reason... That's a hell of a meal. For no, <laughs> for no reason, Sally Can't Dance comes trotting through 
to a chorus of like wolf whistles. She's wearing from the all dress the They are wearing the dress Yeah. Down. They're all very accepting and progressive yeah. of yeah. all this. I like that. Um, back at, <laughs> back at Bushimi's little tea party. There's no Bushimi, no little girl. Do we just see a broken teacup? Yeah, that's dark as uh, fuck. Uh-oh. Yeah. For the 20th time, the convoy and Meanie's helicopters are almost there. Uh, the prisoners, they're taking position. They're locking and loading. Right. The valves and the propane tanks are open. They begin hissing gas. Right. Got the obligatory little piece of ribbon around the valve of the thing so we know that the air is moving. Convoy is turning onto the boneyard. How would anyone in the fuck think that this was a good idea? Like you mean the, the good guys? Yeah, the cops being like, roll through this trench Let's go of into shit. this bottleneck. Yeah. Run into the bottleneck, into this <laughs> trash tunnel, where we're going to be like fish in a barrel. Like, yeah. what the hell? Oh, my God. It's <laughs> maddening. Like, anyone would look at that and be like, no, 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 just park on the outsides. Especially when we got Cusack, just, who's in radio. Just park on the outside. Cusack's in radio contact with the dude. Could he tell them they're taking up position on, like, the main drag or whatever uh, this is? Like, once they're in the boneyard, would they not have smelled the propane? I don't There's know. There's so much propane. There should be. So much. It's like, everywhere. I mean, it's, there are dozens and dozens of propane It's filling containers. the air. Yeah, should be. Also, isn't it super dangerous for the convicts to be that close to the propane? Of course it is. Okay, anyway, I just wanted None to, all right, I wanted to <laughs> ask these. These are the questions we need to ask. Uh, elsewhere in the boneyard, Cage has found the old fire truck. That old fire truck. They really, like, milked the shit out of him having to work, like, to break into the fire truck to get the thing. The thing broke. Like, Do it again. Break Keep going. The thing, you got to pry the door open. They like they didn't have a lot for Nicolas Cage to do, I feel like. So no, they're just like, we got to f- find a way to make this take a little longer. Right. Like, they could have found shit. He could have been undermining the bad guys in ways, but he wasn't. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Right. Fuck it. <laughs> he locates the first we aid kit. We have no kit. time. He locates that first aid kit. Lo and behold, it does contain a syringe. Oh, thank goodness. As the good guys are walking right into Malkovich's trap. Cusack is making a phone call to try to warn him. His phone is like fucking fully melted, but right. it still seems to be working. Um, not to mention the fact, I promise you, in 1997, in the middle of nowhere, Nevada, there was no cell service. Right. Guaranteed. Definitely not. I don't, still I mean, maybe not it had really satellite cell service. service. Maybe satellite service. I mean, it would have made more sense if you had a radio. Or what, Didn't they but make cell phones looked- for a hot minute that also could like function as a like a CB? I think think so I feel like that yeah. might have been a thing for a minute but he needed to have that shit. yeah it didn't seem like that technology malkovich is quietly urging the prisoners to be patient as the soldiers are like start to unload the vehicles and mm. everything like that it was like that brave heart shit like hold hold right. like you know wait until you see the whites in their eyes type shit ving rames and the other prisoner fire grenade launchers. Yeah, Malkovich shoots a, like a signal shot and then every like all hell breaks loose. Where the fuck did the grenade launchers come from? Was that yeah. part of the arsenal? It was in the arsenal. You when need would that you need plane. that? Under what circumstances? In case, just in case you needed to we destroy need to blow the, the plane. plane out yeah. of the sky. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, they they launch their grenades, blow up the propane tanks. Uh, blocks the like the rear and the lead vehicle mm-hmm. and traps everyone else inside their little kill box here. I thought for sure when I saw him like loading those shits up 
that it was going to be like firing gas canisters, which maybe would make sense for right. them to have like tear gas or something. No, it was like incendiary. Yeah, grenades. we just want, we just want fire. So the prisoners open fire. They're killing police and soldiers without mercy. Meanwhile, a prisoner is driving the tractor. That's swamp things driving. It was the tractor. swamp thing. Yeah. He's he's towed the jailbird back up onto the runway. Cusack sees a way to help. Finally, he <laughs> he hops into an old snowplow and starts tries to crank it up. Trejo, shirtless, is like walking towards the jailbird. To he's rape. Like, it's raping. He, he's time. like, fuck this firefight. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta do my thing. Say I gotta what, be me. I gotta be me. Say what you will about him. He's got his priorities. Uh, it's so busted. He's like, this man. might be my last chance to rape. Uh, That's what I live for. Uh, Apparently, it's so dark. Trejo, he boards the plane. He begins trying to pry his way into the cage where Bishop is locked. I feel like there was levers that they pulled to open these cages earlier in the movie, but right. he's trying to pry the shit open. She says, what are you going to do? <laughs> that uh, shit's obvious. It's the only thing he's talked about. The entire movie is his love of rape. Yeah. So elsewhere, Cage is sizing up the firefight that's going on out here. Uh, <laughs> he's trying to figure out how am I going to get my way through to Michael T with the syringe. He says, it's not exactly a montage and Yahtzee out here, but let's do it. He wrote that line. The guitar shredded. What the fucking shit? Yeah. What was that line? It's not Mai Tais and Yahtzee. This ain't no disco. This ain't no country club either. That is definitely 100% cage pinned that show. Oh, yeah. Big time. So he runs through the mayhem and explosions. Cusack has managed to get the plow started. He hot wired it. Yeah, he found like a snow plow, and he's like, "I'm gonna try to use this as for something." For something. We don't. Uh, I feel like alongside operating a crane. Yeah, hot wiring snow plows is also like on Cusack's skill set. Yeah, U.S. Marshals. They have it. The list is long. I will say also, no engines out here are gonna turn over and run. I promise you that. There's no gas in that thing. <laughs> no Fuck chance. No. Um, on board the plane, Trace, Trejo has pried the cage open. Bishop kicks him in the face, but he quickly overpowers right. her. Michael T. tries to crawl to her rescue, but he's God like all him. fucked up. Yeah, we he can't can help. Uh, cage hops behind the wheel of a police car. He goes like tearing ass through all the firefight. Cusack got the plow started, driving it. Up in the kill box, he's telling all the good guys, like, hide behind the truck. Right. Cage just drives over to the plane, hops out, grabs one of the huge ropes with a hook on it, and tethers it to, the to like, this random concrete right. post. Because first things first, got to try to cripple the plane, I right. guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trejo rips Bishop's shirt open, tells her, when you wake up, I'll be Johnny 24. God love Michael Fucking T for crawling shit. across the damn floor, taunting Danny Trejo while going into keto acidosis <laughs> this whole time. Like just doing anything he can to like be a distraction. So Trejo, as he's climbing on top of her, he looks up and Cage is there, punches him in the face. Then he starts just, man, Nick Cage got in the, Plane fucking fast, like yeah, in the blink he was there, of an eye, hovering over him. He starts bashing Treo's face against like that caging. It says, "Don't treat women like that." Mm-hmm. It goes against character though for Cage that he didn't inadvertently kill him. Yeah, that's, he should have <laughs> killed him. Now with the good guys, 
starting to get a foothold in the battle. Makovich tells all the prisoners it's time to fall back to the plane. Uh, Meany and Skip have now arrived in their helicopter. They see all the chaos. Look at the terror your hubris hath wrought, Colm, <laughs> you asshat. Buscemi comes wandering back into the airfield, baby doll in hand, and this weird, like, dazed uh, look on his face. So dark. It's a really dark insinuation for this situation that they also are trying to play for laughs. Right. Kind of. Yeah. The prisoners, they're all falling back to the plane with the hostage guards in tow. Mm -hmm. Because why the fuck did they even move the guards at all? Right. The American Indian prisoner, the one who Chappelle had set on fire earlier, gets gunned down. Dude didn't deserve that. No. Cage has handcuffed an unconscious Trejo to the caging in there. It's an odd way to handcuff him with like his... Hand, arms up above his head. Well, it's, it's also, effective, though. I like that Bishop gets her shot in, though. Would it be really hard to do that? Like, you're having to hold him up she, with one he, arm, he presumably, he and handcuffed him? He would have needed Bishop's help to do that, I think. Yeah, I do like, though, Bishop got some boots in on him. Yeah, fuck him. The, the prisoners come pouring onto the plane. Swamp Thing fires up the engines. Love Buscemi, like, sort of calmly buckling himself in. <laughs> I do With love that, that Ken doll yeah, or whatever it, it was. Yeah, uh, Cagers Michael T to just fucking inject yourself with that insulin Please, already. Dude. He's like, he's doing that thing where you, like, flick the needle. I just think it's like, what if this whole movie is an indictment of the American healthcare system? <laughs> like, the tagline should have been, it shouldn't be this hard to get insulin in America. <laughs> like, like, holy fucking hell, man. Like, Indeed. Like the the pains that Nick Cage went through, I I I don't want my freedom. I need to save my friend. Need to get him. It's like what the hell? Absolutely, dude. As this plane begins to t- taxi around, Malkovich sees that they're still tethered to this concrete post. What? Him and Ving Rhames, they start shooting at the post with their rifles. Uh, shoot at the rope, whatever. I don't know yeah. what's going on. The trying the to hit post, everything. I guess, starts to crumble. So it rips the rope free. Mm-hmm. The rope goes like whipping around as I, maybe it would. Yeah. It like whips right through the building, finds a, <laughs> takes hold to Colmini's Corvette. That's a, because of course it did. Man, but like, because this is of, that thing. But that's what I'm saying. Like, think about like the writers of this movie being like, let's talk about physics for a minute. Like, if we shot <laughs> that thing and then the rope went flying out, like, what could it do? What if it, what if it hooked onto the Corvette? Like, because Cole Meany's got to get his come up in. They would have had, like, drunk high out of their minds to think, like, yeah, that's what happened. Because the way it latched on was, like, onto the axle or something between the two front yeah, wheels. Yeah, like, like underneath it, the car. A way that would have been nearly impossible for it to. Unless the car was upside down. <laughs> yes. It got anyway. somehow. Yeah. It, uh, yes. Absolutely. Because this is that type of movie. Yeah. We got to have the, the, the payoff. We got to have that moment where the fans can like be like, fuck Oh my God, that. man, there was, there was a car behind dude. the plane. <laughs> yeah. At about the same time, the helicopters, they set down. Uh, Cole Meany and Skip hop off. Cage is like picked Michael T up. He's uh, the pair of them plus Bishop. I guess they're running to the rear of the plane. Right. I, I guess to try to jump yeah, off right, if it's not off. too late. But it's, it is too late. Right. Skip and Meany. They start opening fire at the jailbird as it's speeding down the runway. Skip is saying, shoot the tires out. And he's like, fuck the tires. I'm going to shoot the pilot. Fucking, what a colossal dumbass. Well, yeah. But yes, it's that movie America. because he's an asshole. Right. That's, he's got to be stupid. So, Meanie misses, of course. 
plane lifts off with his Corvette in tow. That's it is so an amazing funny. visual. Yeah. Uh, it's awesome. Skip's like, isn't that your car? Couldn't be. I <laughs> left mine at the office. Mm-hmm. So Cajun and Michael T, they look on in confused amazement as yeah. they see like the, the Corvette's just flopping I in love, the breeze behind I love his, on any other day, that might seem strange. <laughs> it is pretty good. Um, but their opportunity to escape has slipped away. Right. Cusack parks the plow and trots over to Meanie and Skip. And watching in disbelief at the plane towing yeah, the cars man. of the sky. The jailbird is like struggling to climb a swamp thing. It brings it back around. So let me swing it by and fly it real low over the airstrip again. Doesn't make any swamp sense. Swamp thing's got an idea. 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 Brainwave. <laughs> so the plane flies real low over the control tower. The Corvette just slams into the tower and falls in this twisted fucking heap in f- at the feet of uh, Cusack, Meanie, and Skip. It's a good moment. But the ass kicker license plate uh, gives away that it is no doubt Meanie's car. Meanie goes into a rage, tells Cusack, you're finished after all I this I love is John over. Cusack just being like, yeah, 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 okay. I get Whatever, it. Whatever, right. Got it. Whatever. Well, although for that, for that car, I feel like that's an appropriate reaction. It's like, dude, that was a fucking cherry car, man. Yeah. But the law enforcement guys, they all go running off towards the helicopters. Leonard Skinner, Sweet Home Alabama. Swells, swells in the background. The plane is flying low over the trailer park. Bum, we bum, see bum, the little bum, girl bum, that uh, had encountered Buscemi is fine. Fuck. Thank God for that. Yes. Ooh. The plane flies also low over the Cessna I gotta pilot. Say, I got to say, that was one of the more effective like teases of the movie where it was just the like, little girl? oh, I'm so glad that you she's not the worst? dead. Man, yeah. yes. Even on rewatch, I'd forgotten. I was like, shit, I forgot about this whole part. And then I was like, oh, thank God. It's weird. Do they try to like... Yeah, it's like a lighthearted moment with the child killer, I guess. Plane flies real low over the Cessna pilot. He's running through the just the open ass desert. That pro- dude probably would have dropped dead by now. But <laughs> and uh, Maybe. yeah, one of the jailbird's engines is smoking. Yeah, the last shot we see is why that, like is that? that? Do we well, know? It's, it's is it not a great sign? It's just been banged up. Yeah, and the, the, we we assume there were there was gunfire. Yeah, so. Who knows why? I got every but chapter of the positive. movie has ended either with the plane landing or taking off so far. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it is called Con Air. So yeah, I, mean, I guess it's about the plane. The Con Air but is. If you want to know more about again. it, you're going to have to tune in next time because I don't have any more beer. Is your, is your mug empty? Your can? What are you drinking? Uh, what were you drinking? We're drinking Chihuahua Cerveza, the original Mexican American lager, which we've talked about before, is yeah. a product of the USA. Which this seems, comes from like the Orlando, Florida area. Yeah, which that seems Fucking fine it, to me. It is a solid beer, though. It is a tasty, tasty. Beer. So thanks, Chihuahua, for yes. this tasty buzz. Yes, friends, <laughs> and uh, we look forward to telling you guys what happens in the last chapter, or, or not telling you, but catching up with you guys and talking about what happens in the last exciting (laughs) chapter of Con Air next time. We'll be back. 